Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. So as I um, said, I've been away these last few weeks in a very, you know, wonderful uh, capacity. I, I, I am really blessed um, that I got to teach in Europe, um, in Switzerland, uh, doing a workshop and then meeting, then going to Amsterdam and meeting some friends there uh, who do the joy course online and then doing a workshop in, in London uh, and then going to uh, New York. And uh, I was, and I just got back a, a couple of days, late Monday night, and I've been in all-day meetings, Tuesday and Wednesday, and today half a day meeting, and then I came back and I just kind of uh, crashed. Um, so I, I don't know what time zone I'm in, but, and I don't know how coherent I, I am, although I, that nap this afternoon did me well. Um, and I was taking a walk uh, this late afternoon thinking, oh, what, what, what's the theme? What's been coming up uh, for me? And then, as I said, uh, we're about to start doing four days, all the teachers uh, sitting together at Spirit Rock. Not just sitting, but connecting and uh really a chance for us to hang out together, which we, we try to do once a year. And uh, the theme of friendship kept on coming up. And uh, so I, I have some thoughts. I thought we'd do a little bit of exploring together. I wanted to share something from uh, the Buddha, his words on good friends. And um, just explore this topic. You know that famous quote that uh, is so often used where Ananda says to the Buddha, it seems that good friends uh, is half the holy life. And the Buddha says, not so Ananda, good friends is the whole of the holy life. As I went through these travels and meeting meeting some people that I just knew online and then at these workshops um, um, meeting these new friends, what really struck me, a couple of things stri- strike me. First, I have this thought a lot, so um, it, it keeps on coming up. Just how many different expressions of goodness that there are in the world. How many different ways for um, beauty to manifest. And I'm not just talking about physical beauty, but just this quality of each person having their own flavor of goodness, kindness, 
love, and how each one is slightly, has never been here before and will never be here again, just like fingerprints or snowflakes. Uh, and each one can touch the heart in such a, a simple and yet profound way. And that the heart really wants to open if it's given the right conditions, if it feels safe, if there's a, uh, a sense of uh, okayness in just being oneself, then the heart really wants to open. And when we allow ourselves to really see another or be seen, which is just as much of a, a challenge or a risk, as scary as it might be, this is what we really long for. We say, oh, yes, oh, gee, nice to know you. Whether we say that out loud or inside. And I was just touched by how many different kindnesses um, came our way, Jane and mine, but also with each other, with people just being friendly um, and and loving. The, the group in Amsterdam, I, I went to Amsterdam and we were just going for some R&R because uh, we had some time between the, the two workshops and I emailed people in the who had done the online joy course and I said, I'm coming to Amsterdam. You don't know, we've never met uh, and you don't know each other and I'll do a blind CC, but if you want to get together, it'd be nice to see who's out there. And somebody organized it, and we had this um, very sweet gathering where these people just kind of fell in love with each other over the evening, and they're going to be getting together regularly, and now they've included me in the in the emails, uh, which uh, a few of the emails, they, they write them in English so I can hear it because they're all Dutch but uh, and uh, yeah they're very excited about meeting each other and supporting each other in their uh, in their practice mm. and in New York uh, I stayed as I always do with my oldest friend my dearest friend who's really more like a, a brother who is is a brother. We grew up on the same block and um, I just love him dearly. Um, and um, we had a chance to spend some time and um, we, whenever I'm in New York, I, I stay at, at his house. And, uh, but this time there was some stuff that was, that was, coming up in, in his life and he had a chance to, to, to talk about it with, with me. And um, what do I want to say? Just being there for somebody that you really love, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a chore. Um, 
who, and if somebody's going through a challenging time, it's just all you have to do is just be there and love them. And you know, he was he was very, um, very grateful. There's so much love there between us, and uh, we both felt so much better just kind of hanging out. Oh, what's What's going on in your life? Who are you? I know who you are beyond whatever else is going on. Um, and then coming here uh, and starting this this workshop with not workshop this retreat with the teachers. These are my friends, and we go through. We really keep each other. Um, we inspire each other and keep keep each other um, honest. I don't know if that's the right word. Keep each other on track and support each other and can say real, say the truth to each other in a spirit of love. It's a very healthy um, community of teachers that I'm so grateful to be a part of. And uh, so it made me reflect and I thought that we could explore a bit together just what is a true friend? What's a spiritual friend? You know, the term Kalyanamita. We have these Kalyanamita groups, these spiritual friend groups. How many people are or have been in a Kalyanamita group? Okay, wonderful. And I really encourage you that there are these small groups where you're just supporting each other in practice. But the term spiritual friend or Kalyanamita is in this tradition um, just somebody, it can be a teacher, often it's referred to as a teacher, but it doesn't have to be a, a teacher. It's just somebody who is supporting you on your path of practice and really sharing values and inspiring each other and helping each other wake up. If you have a friendship where you're both in it, an essence of it is to help each other wake up. That's a very important friendship. I'd say when couples get together, if you can have that as the bottom line of why you're there together, to just use the relationship to help each other wake up, then everything else is held in the context of that third thing that keeps, that keeps a stability and a, and a depth and an ongoing richness uh, to, uh, to the connection. So I thought I'd read first a little bit about the Buddha's words on good friends. This is from um, the sutta called the Sigala Sutta, the advice to lay people from the long discourses, the Dikkhanakaya. And there's all kinds of advice that the the Buddha gives. And then he gives uh, this one section on friends. He says, um, there are four types who can be seen to be loyal friends. First he names the four and then he goes into depth. The friend who is a helper, 
the friend who is the same in happy and unhappy times, the friend who points out what is good for you, and the friend who is sympathetic. And these are not mutually exclusive, so you can be more than one. Then he goes into each one. I'll just kind of share the list and then we can explore. Here's the helpful friend. Um, said to be a loyal friend in four ways. The helpful friend is one who looks after you when you are inattentive. And there was a footnote in, in this translation that says uh, that can be taken to, to mean when you are intoxicated as well. <laughs> but I don't think it just is about that. Someone who looks after you when you're inattentive. You know, when, when you've got somebody saying, watch out, watch out, hey, watch out. Oh, thanks. Didn't see that one coming. The one who looks after your possessions when you're inattentive. The one, he, is, he or she is a refuge when you're afraid. And when some business is to be done, they let you have twice what you ask for. Basically, that means they're generous with you. The helpful friend. As you, as you hear the list, you might just kind of think in your mind of people in your life who fit this, this bill. Then there is the, um, the friend who's the same in happy and unhappy times. This person tells you their secrets. They guard your secrets. So that feeling of being able to say something in confidence and trust, sometimes it's hard and not even appropriate to say everything that's going on with you to everyone. But we need somebody often to talk to, to just kind of let go of that feeling of disconnection and to know that you can be just completely yourself and not hide anything. That's where the healing is. Oh, this person is going to be there through thick and thin, happy and unhappy times. And it's so interesting when you're with somebody like that who is really there for you, then it's like, and who's there no matter what you're going through, then what it does, as I think about it, is just let you be completely yourself. Right? And when you're completely yourself, this is a little paradox that often goes through my mind, when you're completely yourself and you're not protecting or guarding or trying to be more than who you are, what comes through? Your goodness, your love, your everything comes through, through, but the authenticity comes through. And when you can be completely yourself, then it allows the other person to be completely themselves. How different that is when you're meeting somebody, say, new, 
who you hope will be your friend. And often there's this feeling of maybe not even consciously, but unconsciously, if I'm a little bit more than who I am, then I'll be whatever, okay, accepted, you know, impressive enough to be liked. And it's just the paradox. The more you try to be a little bit more than who you are, it's not very impressive, is it? You know, when you're trying to, be, when somebody's trying to be impressive, it's not very impressive, is it? But when you're with a genuine friend who lets you be completely yourself, and you don't have to fill up the space, and you don't have to be anything other than just right where you are, ah, wow. The trick is to be completely yourself around anyone wow there's a line in uh, if you if you're familiar with zen mind beginner's mind you know suzuki roshi at the beginning of um by suzuki roshi in the introduction there's one of his students who says the roshi is an extraordinary being you know really deeply wise I remember this phrase uncanny perspicacity uh Deep uh, um, uh, open-heartedness, etc., etc., and she says. Uh, but in the end, it's not his extraordinariness that is so uh, inspiring, but his utter ordinariness. And in his utter ordinariness, he is a mirror for you to reflect your true nature. So the friend who is a refuge when you're afraid. Oh, see, do we do that one? Yeah. Yeah, who guards your secrets, right? He tells you his secrets. He guards your secrets. He or she does not let you down in misfortune. They're there for you. And this might be a little stretch, but it says... They would even sacrifice their life for you. Now, there's some people, you know, actually, it's a, I forget if it was the philosopher, somebody help me out, if it was Schopenhauer or Kierkegaard who talked about this capacity of the human being to sacrifice his or her life, even for people that they don't know, you know, acts of great heroism that just something comes out of you. Who was that? Do you know? Anybody know? It's one of those two. I always get it mixed up. Okay, anyway. So, but somebody, whether or not they sacrifice their life for you, they'll, they'll really be there. They're really, they'll go the extra mile. And how good it feels, you know, not, not if it's a, an ongoing kind of a, of a, of an energy call, but how good it feels when we really extend ourselves, when we have the energy to do that, then instead of it being being something done for the other person, it becomes this, it, it ennobles us, oh, I could really help out with 
with this person when they're having a hard time. Then there's the friend who points out what is good for you. Okay. You ever hear somebody say, if you know what's good for you, you'll... No, this is a slightly different energy. Yeah. The friend who points out what is good for you can be seen to be loyal in four ways. They keep you from wrongdoing. They support you in doing good. They inform you of what you did not know and they point out the path to you. This is a real friend who's willing to take the risk and let you know maybe if you're a little bit off, but who can let you know with a lot of love. Uh, A friend who could share that and who you can hear it from. This is a real friend. And I ask my friends and uh, invite anybody here um, if I'm if I'm off, I want to know. If I don't know, then I'm just going around the world through 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 uh, through my life unconsciously, and uh, you know, it's like if you have a piece of spinach caught in your teeth, you know. Well, and somebody is is too shy to tell you. You want somebody to tell you, right? It's not like, you know, oh, keep it to yourself. In the same way, whether it's spinach in your teeth or something in your heart or sometimes the way you might say something, a real friend is somebody who cares enough to say, you know, um, this didn't quite, quite come out perhaps the way you wanted to or this is how it felt when you said that. Or they know what you mean, but maybe they, maybe somebody else didn't and they were hurt in some way. Or maybe you're getting a little bit careless in your, with your life and who's willing to point out what is good for you. But not only point out what is good for you, but support you in doing good. So, they're kind of rooting and cheering you on and saying far out, you know, yeah. And there they are bringing out the best in you. This is one of my particular, um, what, ongoing uh, practices that I think, uh, that I love to share with people. If you can bring out the best in others, then you don't even have to do anything other than just love seeing them shine. When you're bringing out the best, it's like you're believing or seeing somebody's goodness. You're just shining it so it, shining a light on it so it grows and grows. This is a a really good friend who roots for you. And who can point out the path that is to really support you in your practice. And then the last one, 
the sympathetic friend can be seen as a loyal friend in four ways. They do not rejoice at your misfortune. A very important aspect of friendship. No schadenfreude uh, friend. And they rejoice at your good fortune. This is not so easy. I remember coming across a line by um, Montaigne who said, there's something not altogether displeasing in the misfortune of our friends. And he was kind of, he was being honest that sometimes, you know, sometimes we feel, oh, well, what about me? They're doing so well, you know, and then, you know, misery loves company. Oh, yes. But it's a very limited kind of happiness. But if you can rejoice at the the good fortune of your friend, then... You know, this is the mudita practice where there's just a little bit more happiness in the world and it can be activated by your own delight by seeing them. Oh, there's a little bit more happiness and it's kind of like a, you know, we used to call it a contact high in the old days, you know, or what I call a free joy ride, right? Rejoicing at the, at the, your good fortune. They stop others who speak against you. And they commend others who speak in praise of you. Isn't that sweet? You know, that's a lovely, isn't, isn't that one of the nicest kind of conversations when somebody is saying, oh, I know so and so, you know, and somebody who you really care about. They're, I just love the way she did that. And you say, yeah, isn't she great? You know, how, how pure that is. There's nothing in it for you other than to celebrate somebody's goodness. Isn't that amazing that we're wired up like that? So, um, so I'd like you to just um, go inside for a moment and just reflect on your own friendships, the good fortune you have in knowing people, even one person, who you consider a really good friend, who you can be yourself with, who's there for you when you need it, who'd be willing to point out the way if you go astray who celebrates who you are and then first hang out with that sweet connection that you have with this person that your heart can open in that way let somebody in and let yourself be seen And then reflect on your capacity as a friend. That is, that you're there for them, perhaps, as well. And how you really value good friendship. And that you have this caring heart. 
that wants to connect, that loves to celebrate somebody's goodness, that loves to love, basically. And now, for a moment, consider it in the terms of Kalyanamita, spiritual friend. Somebody who supports you on the path. Perhaps who you support. might be that same person. And then get in touch with the qualities that for you, your own list, whether it's aligned with the Buddhas or not, just what qualities do you really value in true friendship? What qualities do you look for or aspire to within yourself. What qualities open your heart? And let your love out. Let it shine. And now, what I'd like, we have a little bit of time. Um, I'd like you, if you'd be willing to, to just uh, get in a group of three people and discuss friendship, spiritual friendship, these qualities that really are important to you and that you, uh, that you touch. And we'll take, oh, maybe the next uh, ten minutes uh, for this. Okay.
Okay, you can uh, thank your partner and partners and come on back. Mm. And just for a moment, uh, go inside. There's a lot of really great energy in this room. Just go inside and uh, notice how it feels. You just connected and let a few other people in and shared yourself. You're all just Kalyanamitas, spiritual friends. How good it feels to connect and support each other and be supported. Okay, you can open your eyes. It, it, I had a feeling if you had another 15, 20 minutes, you would have been just fine. Uh, it's, uh, it's one thing to hear somebody say something up here. It's a whole other to just hear your own wisdom and, and share together and just share from your heart. Oh, this is what it's like for me in here. What's it like for you? Oh, uh, that's where the aliveness comes. So, um, there's not real time for any other deeper inquiry, uh, but I just hope you value not only the friendships in your life, but your own uh, joy of being a friend for others. That's, That's where... That's where it's at. So um, we can celebrate our friendship together. We'll just close with some loving kindness. Mm. As we do, just for a moment, surround yourself in a field of benevolence and think of all the people who are rooting for you who care about you and really want to see you happy. Might have a whole cheering section. Just really uh, let yourself take in the love. Just relaxing into it. And then just send it right back. All these people who touch your heart and who you touch. How full it is. And then send some kindness to yourself. May I feel all the love and goodness right inside of me and share it well. May I get in touch with my true nature and celebrate 
the gifts I have. And may I see that goodness in everyone I meet, or at least try to see that goodness in everyone I meet. And then sending these thoughts of well-wishing out as I want to be happy, may all be happy or open to the happiness in their lives. May all have real peace inside. May all see their goodness and share their love well. And may all wake up to their true nature. And finally, may our coming here together in spiritual friendship, any goodness that comes from that, may it be shared with all beings everywhere. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.